Welcome to High on Heart, the podcast. I am your host, Jessie Mae Wolf, and I look forward to serving up your weekly dose of heart rise. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be with you. It's Jessie Mae Wolf coming to you live from sunny Southern Cali. Oh my, what a beautiful treat always to connect with you. And I'm just back from some big travels on the East Coast, sharing Heart Rise in so many different places and spaces and so inspired to see and feel and witness the power of our human heart, just how powerful you are and we are when we live and lead from this incredible resource that lives inside. So I love, as always, to just kind of break right into it, and that's what we're going to do today, and I feel super motivated and charged and inspired to share about the power of our moods and the energy that our moods bring, and I'm going to really unpack this in terms of how our moods support us and how they can also really challenge us and kind of throw our day and sometimes... um, you know, big chapters um, of our lives um, off track. And so we're really going to be looking at this, and especially right now, it's so important for us, I mean, always, but to really establish a resilience within so that we can actually be mastering the heart, as I like to say, of our moods. And so as always, I'm going to share and offer some insights and tips and tools and ways in which I've seen the power of the heart and integrating the heart's energy and how you can use it to really support showing up as the best version of you and also how to deal when the mood is just having its way with you and how to sort of navigate when we're having a rough time and being challenged by a said situation or person or circumstance, whatever it is you're going through, there's always a way to cultivate and create uh, a better home within, um, a safer harbor within to anchor and to really recognize um, as awareness and that sort of first step in really being able to, to see ourselves is always the first powerful step in any shift. So I'm going to really unpack the power of our moods and I'm going to also be sharing just different ways in which this can really help you and also some reference to some examples and things that I've just seen come up in so many different environments that I've been in. And it's especially interesting of late to be working in all of these different corporate environments and companies and with teams and organizations and schools, which has been a more recent um, experience and adventure and loving it so much to see and feel how impactful cultivating emotional resilience and that strength of heart, that emotional intelligence, how powerful that can be in a group context and as far as communication goes and as far as collaboration goes and really moving things forward in a congruent way that that feels good and feels supportive and feels inclusive uh, and really what I believe we're being called to Um, as individuals within our own personal sort of comportement, within our own personal being, how we show up as a a human being and then how we show up in our lives, in the, you know, immediacy of our lives, in our familial context with loved ones, with family and friends, and then also at the bigger 
at the bigger scale, how we show up in the world and the different environments that we find ourselves in. Um, so I think it's such an important conversation to be having right now, how to find and be able to, even when we're triggered, really restore a sense of centeredness and anchoring within and really know how to manage our moods. Because when the moods are off kilter, it throws everything else under the bus. doesn't matter how good or how strong um, other aspects or other things in your life may seem. When our moods are off, everything else is off. And so we're going to start there and really identify how important the heart is to get online and how important it is to really understand the heart's role in our moods. Because so often we're busy managing our moods. So if you can relate and you notice that you're often having to put a brave face or put a smile on it or just really pony up on a day where you're feeling really lousy. Um, and how to balance your mood and really cultivate a resilience within and how to work with the energy of your mood um, to really strengthen you. So you're going to get a whole lot today. And as always, I love to say, just listen, tune in, feel in, open up to what is meant for you and leave the rest. Alchemize the rest, as those of you regular heart risers know, I like to say. And on that note, as always, we're going to do a little tuning in, a little mini heart rise reset, a little practice together to just get us connected here in this way, heartfully. So wherever you may be, I'm going to invite you to bring one or both hands to your heart center if that's available. And just take a moment here to close your eyes and allow yourself here to center within. Coming home here to your heart as you breathe. Deepening the breath with beautiful, long inhale, feeling yourself opening as you inhale and softening and relaxing and expanding as you exhale, just connecting that intention and awareness with your heart center as you breathe as if awakening a sacred fire within. Breathe activating the engine of your being. And as you breathe here, I want you to call forth with heart vision whatever mood you're sensing and experiencing right now. So what is your current mood? Tune in. Just sense and see that with heart vision, calling that in. Breathe into it. Inviting this awareness, this presence to begin really understanding and being current with your energetic state, the secret sauce here, the power. So really witnessing what is it that you're actually feeling? What are you mooding? What is coming up? See it and breathe into it. Where are you? Breathe in, tune in with heart vision, see it. And that just means simply to acknowledge the energetic sensation. Where are you inside? Breathe and feel into that now as you breathe. Each breath, just allow the breath to feel into the places where this mood is landing, is stored, is resounding. Breathe in and feel with each breath, feeling more, acknowledging more this mood that is here for you. And as you breathe, 
liberating all of those feelings with each breath, feeling into your heart and feeling into that energy that is moving through your whole being as you're breathing, as you're feeling, allowing those feelings to breathe. As we expand and we allow the expression of our feelings, we move the energy and we begin to really open up to what's possible. So breathe and feel what's here for you. Breathe. Cultivating a resilience here as we feel. Breathe with heart, knowing now and freeing, releasing, letting go as you open. Inviting the breath to be free, the energy that's been stored to be released. Breathe as you free each breath, freeing more, building that knowing, building that trust as you breathe. Beautiful. And as you breathe here with heart wisdom flowing, really inviting and allowing that breath now to flow, washing over you, awakening, all of that dormant energy, breathe with it flowing now, moving through you, awakening to a greater wisdom within, an energetic resilience and awareness. Breathe with it flowing through and just allowing that awareness, that presence of energy to flow as you acknowledge just being home here, connected to this energetic vibration, this vitality, this aliveness, this essence as you breathe and coming back here, anchoring, centering, just present here, open to receive, recognizing this powerful rhythm within as you gently come back here and opening your eyes, soft, easy, and just sensing where you are now, noticing, witnessing any shift at all as you breathe, beautiful. Ah, what a simple yet powerful reset to just come home. And even that simple exercise, that moving through the method, taking that time to move through that natural alchemical transformation and repurposing of energy with the heart power, the presence, the wisdom of the heart, doing it with the intentionality is really powerful. So what we did there is we really just allowed ourselves coming back now. So opening your eyes, just presencing where you are, noticing how you're feeling, any sensory awareness, staying connected more to the heartful wisdom being the energy wisdom rather than the busy mind and thoughts that are kicking in. Really staying with your focus here in your heart center. And that is always my invitation. It's a real shift when we move into emotional intelligence and we really begin to awaken a sense of this energy wisdom, which is ultimately the vibration that connects us. The power that lives in the, in the world is mostly invisible. And we've been so conditioned and programmed to think that it's all in matter and things that are in physical form. And when we begin to really uncover and understand that there's actually this powerful life force, this prana, this chi, this so many different terms for it, but vibes, the vibes don't lie. We feel those vibes. They are active and they are alive and they are present. And when we learn to work with them, we are ever powerful. We can call in and attract into our lives all those things, experiences, 
the path, the purpose, the creativity, the partnerships, the relationships, all those things and experiences and people and opportunities and creation that wants to flow through you is wanting to and is ready to so long as we allow ourselves to connect with it. And this is the premise and really where I want to go with looking at our moods and how we can actively engage with our moods to move that blocked energy because it's a mood that gets stuck or a mood that gets lodged. What we're actually doing is it's that emotional repression or contraction where we're blocking what needs to be felt at the expense of our heart. So what we're doing is we're actually harboring, we're holding a lot inside in a toxic way such that our mind, our busy mind is running the show. So that script, that unruly script, which can be toxic, will end up running the show. And it's been so fascinating to see at a group level when I work with teams or I'm working in companies or I'm working in schools to notice how when we start to pay attention to our mood and how much our mood is actually leading everything that we're doing. So all of the exchanges, all of the calls, all the conversations, all the meetings, all the engagement, anything that we're creating or producing, including even just having space for coming home and getting quiet, all of that is being directed, whether consciously or unconsciously, so whether you're aware of it or not, but it is being defined by the mood that is kicking energetically, whether you're aware of it or not. So the key in the number one piece is really knowing that your mood is defining your experience. So that energetic either blockage or expansion, so whether it's contracted or it's open and available, that's defining. So number one is we are all vibrational beings. All of you regular heart risers know I talk a lot about the vibes and the power and the energy and that electromagnetic field of the heart is your greatest resource to listen and to uncover, to recognize what those vibes are telling you. So if we're disconnected from our heart, right away you're so much more susceptible to outside noise and to the busy banter of your brain. And that can get super chaotic, especially right now with everything tugging and pulling at our attention. So when we're living from a should or we're blocking our feelings, we're much more susceptible and much more apt to pay attention and to reside in everything that's outside of ourselves. So we then get swept up in storms that are going on outside. We can co-sign other people's pain and their, their suffering and their um, often what's happening that's not serving them. And we can sort of sit and coddle. And when I say pain, I don't mean that in any dismissive way, but sometimes somebody is dealing with their own blockages and we think we're being a good friend or a good loved one by just sitting and coddling the narrative, the story, which is often these unresolved feelings. So the best way that we can show up as the best version of ourselves is first of all, to really build and harness and cultivate a strength and a resilience within where we can metabolize and alchemize our own emotional landscape, right? We want to be able to build and balance our mood and our warrior spirit, that capacity to be the eye of the storm. When it's chaotic outside, you want to be, show, you want to be able to show up and respond 
to be responsible, have the ability to respond versus react, which is just the monsoon of emotional unresolved matter that is residing inside that is ready to erupt because we haven't dealt with it. So if you can relate to that, know that by getting your heart resilient and building that emotional intelligence and that strength, you can really shift and you can really start to establish a coherent state between the mind and the heart. So you want to get the, the brain bowing to the heart's wisdom and really establish a rhythm where the energy is moving together. But the key is to tap into the emotional center, the heart center, so that you can move what's otherwise blocked. Because if it's blocked, then we don't stand a chance. When we're in a bad mood, we're not listening. We repel what is and we are not open to receive the message that is here for us. So when something is triggering you or challenging you, whether it be a person or circumstances, whatever the pressure may be, it could be something, some kind of, you know, an ailment, physical, whether it be financial, any fears, anything at all that's jarring you, it can be devastating. It could be something very serious and something quite mild, whatever it may be, when you notice that there's a current mood that isn't serving you or that's challenging you, firstly, to pay attention. So that's number one. You want to be aware. And as I've been mentioning, super important. You want to accept. So just by bringing attention to the heart center, you're anchoring home in your heart and recognizing it because the most dangerous thing that we can all do and we tend to do, and we've been programmed this way, so it's not our fault, is to suppress and to block and to put some facade on, some face on, to present a certain way as though all is okay. And I see this especially in the workplace and on many fronts too, in a lot of environments that are socially um, confined and defined by these acceptable norms, which are toxic because they're not real. So the key is to get honest about our feelings, to accept and acknowledge as we honor our feelings we get in touch with an innate energy, this innate pulse, this, this powerful resource, and ultimately the barometer of our heart. So you can start to really read and sense what's there. And we move it as we move through. And when we move through and we practice with HeartRise, the method helps us to feel through and then move and release so that we can get back to this flow state, which is when the energy is moving rather than blocked. We really want to be able to openly engage the energy so that it can guide and support us and actively alchemize or repurpose the energy that would otherwise be blocked and contracted, which is what causes this toxicity inside, this dis-ease, this blocked prana, this blocked energy. And so we want to be able to move it because a mood, if it hasn't been acknowledged, is just running in the background. It's like this toxic energy that is just holding us. And we're much more susceptible, as I say, to all of these outside triggers and people and scenarios. So imagine if those moods are your best guide or your best support to show you to lean in further, to acknowledge. So acceptance is key here. You want to be able to accept and witness to honor the feelings because what happens is as we block, the busy mind keeps us caught in that perpetual storm. So a few little fun, juicy tips that I love to share. 
And these are some of the best ways just as cues. And one of the reasons that these work so effectively and we know them, we don't necessarily acknowledge them as mood benders or mood busters, if you will. But ultimately, in order to cultivate a greater sense of balance or to anchor more within so that we can manage and master our moods, sensory stimulation is very powerful. And I will say that one of the best ways we can do this is even simply, and I'm a big advocate of plants, a big shout out to Cold Thread and Bill and our crew over there, our favorites, but to work with plant medicine and really activating our senses with plants. So that's a really powerful way to actively engage our senses. Now, you can use different oils, even just to be using them through inhalation, um, you know, through direct application in the way that we, you know, intake them through ingestion. So you can have them in elixirs or drinks or your foods um, in direct topical application. There's so many ways, but just even simply by having a few of your favorite essential oils and you can have them in diffusers or droppers and using them in different ways, but to bring in, notice how we feel when you have an experience of a scent that brings you back to a a certain place or a time in your life or a person even, how that impacts us, how powerful. Sensory stimulation, super powerful as a mood shifter. Sound, same thing, which is why sound baths and music are so empowering and so soothing. So these are just a few simple examples. Movement is another big one, which is why we love to integrate that as well when we do a lot of our sessions And as a general recommendation, I'm a big advocate for movement, dance, whatever kind of movement. I love to jog barefoot on the beach. Many of you know, getting my, I mean, personally, I love a hot sweat, a hot moto yoga is my favorite, but any movement at all, and particularly you get extra juicy bonus to shift the mood when you do it outside because you really get that extra kick of connecting with nature. So you start to really build this energetic, powerful connection that starts to really recalibrate you. So these are just, again, a few fun, beautiful ways that we all know, but they're just good reminders. And to have simple cues and things close by, the oils are great, I love having those around, but even just to be playing, and again, a guided meditation, listening and tuning in, a heart-rise meditation will help you just in a simple way as we did at the beginning to recalibrate, to repurpose the energy because we want to recognize it. So again, acceptance and acknowledging when the mood is running away with us. So if you notice you're having one of those days, and we're so quick to call it one of those days, your mood doesn't have to run away with you. You want to shift the energy of the mood. You want to acknowledge it. You want to move it. And you can use some of these sensory cues to support you. But the key and the most powerful energetic resource you have is to get your heart online. When you plug into your heart's power, you can really start to change the chemistry of your brain. You can start to change the energy and prana in your body and how it moves, how it flows. And you can start to really change the emotional matter and the, that shift in your limbic system. So you start to rebuild and come home to a greater sense of balance, of anchoring, of flow, this flow state that you can cultivate where you're more available and able to respond. So you have the power to master the heart of your mood 
It's about recognizing, being willing to admit and acknowledge because you do not have to give your power to any said situation that triggers you. So last piece I want to share that's super important and really an offer to you is noticing when a situation or person gets you. When it gets your mood and you can tell that it's going to just cause or it's already happening and you sense it, you start to tense up, you start to stress out, you start to feel fear or anxiety, starting to practice catching that and calling in, and this is one of my favorite teachings from A Course in Miracles, that everything is either a call to love or an expression of love. So the expressions of love are things that are already loving and easy to be with, and that is our nature. When a situation or a person is hurtful or hurting, if it's a person who's acting a certain way that's challenging us, it's a call to love. It's an invitation. It's a cry for love. It's a call for us to be more compassionate, more loving, more heart-centered, which is why coming home to our heart and practice building, practicing, really strengthening that resiliency, you start to build up this muscle, this heart muscle, this engine, so that you're not as quick to snap to those judgments, which is what happens when those things trigger us. We're so quick to default to the automated thinking, the blame, the judgment, all the things that we don't want to uh, be doing, because what we're actually doing is we're numbing the emotions, we're blocking the emotions, we're labeling the situation or the person in some negative way, and we're building patterning and circuitry that doesn't work for us. And we're stifling the emotional resilience. We're let, we're blocking the emotion, the energy in motion. We're moving, we're, we're blocking the energy from moving. So the key is we want to recognize it. Now, resentment tends to come up a lot. We often carry resentment. Most people, all of us do it one time or another. And when we don't learn how to deal with it, it can really run away. It can be like poison that sits in us. Now, resentment, and this is such a powerful notion, but it's always a mirror for us. There's always a reflective witness to that resentment. So when you start to pay attention to things that trigger you or that bring up a resentment, and again, getting honest about our pain is, allows us to get honest about our healing. So we want to get honest about our feelings. So noticing and getting quiet and safe and loving with a space and a place and a time when you can tune in, do some writing or create a safe container with a loved one or being in a safe space in a group session. You're always welcome with Heart Rise. We love that. We do a lot of this in our longer sessions, but really creating space to come home and acknowledge what's there. And so when when resentment arises or any of those feelings that you're harboring, you're holding on to that are toxic and then you know are, are not healthy, when you're honest with yourself, knowing that it's actually showing you you're not taking good care of you. What we're doing when we're resenting is we're holding on to something that just needs to be metabolized, needs to be felt and moved and expressed because once we do that, we start to build this resiliency and then we develop this toolkit, this capacity to shift that reactivity, which is the blocked and the uncontrolled anger that we store, that resentment, and we can repurpose it and transform it as fuel And we can shift our relationship with what we would otherwise label 
or identify as negative because what happens is the patterning of the negative or the judgment or the resentment becomes so habitual that we become asleep to it and we continue to suppress the feelings thinking we're saving ourselves or compartmentalizing and we're actually doing good with it. And even we can get a quick little hit, an endorphin hit from that, you know, repetitive acknowledging of something negative. And it's a quick hit, kind of like eating junk food, but then we're just blocking what needs the matter, the emotional matter that needs to be felt and moved. So really practicing, noticing those situations that trigger us. They're there to show us that we're being called to be more compassionate, more fluid, more open, to listen and to witness. There's always something to learn, even in the moment that it may not seem that way and you may just be exasperated, to know that it's up to us to build that strength and that gentleness at the same time. And that's the power of your heart. You have the capacity to recognize how that hurt, that's sad, that's bringing up a lot of anger in me, whatever it is, but to allow ourselves to build that strength and to cultivate a sense of trust with ourselves that really supersedes any of these other blocked emotions that have us being righteous and entitled and right and judgy. Because at the end of the day, and this is one of my absolute favorite quotes and we'll wrap on this, it's you've likely heard it before, but it's such a powerful quote. It's a Mark Twain quote. Anger is an acid that can do more harm to the vessel in which it is stored than to anything on which it is poured. And I want to leave you with that to consider, knowing that when we're sitting and stewing in toxic moods or feelings and holding on to a lot of stuff, we're actually doing more disservice to ourselves than those people around us that we're holding or harboring, whatever that is around those situations, whatever it may be. So the best thing we can do is learn how to work our heart muscle, work and connect with that heart-powered engine, build resiliency, move through the emotional matter, start to strengthen and really cultivate a depth of trust and acceptance so that we can be expressing our truth, building healthy boundaries that are loving and compassionate and fluid, and ultimately mastering the art and the heart of our moods so that we can show up as the best version of ourselves. It's not to say that life doesn't challenge us. Of course it does. However, it's an invitation that we can show up when it does and know how to manage and know how to master and move through so that we can, in fact, recognize that we're triggered and know how to alchemize and move through it and create the space so that we can come home and anchor. And once you practice more and more, the resilience you cultivate makes it so much easier to be able to respond in those situations. So with all of my love, all of my heart, know that you have within you the power, the heart-powered presence to master the loving, compassionate resource of your mood, to manage those moods with grace, with patience, with acceptance. Whatever you're walking through, we are all going through it, and it's how we show up that is everything. It's not the what shows up, it's how we show up, how we walk. So big, big love to each and every one of you. I hope to see you guys on our group monthly powerful membership call, which is amazing, where we go deeper into Q&A. I love that you guys share the show. If it resonates, pass it along to someone you love. We really appreciate all of your support, all of your love. 
This is High on Heart. I am Jessie Mae Wolf. Come find us online and can't wait to see you and connect more. Lots more guests in the queue too, so we'll catch you next week for more High on Heart.